Welcome, welcome. This week, Diceratops presents part two of Born to Frun. Our new Dungeons and Dragons epic continues as Frun follows the mysterious message he received in part one, and Randy is also there. It's a different rhythm of play for us. Instead of powering through a whole story in 18 minutes, we're letting this one build. I hope you're enjoying the change of pace. Our players are Jared Baker as Frun Grothild, Stephen Youngblood as Randy Dwarf, and I'm Morgan Davy, the Dungeon Master. Let's Dungeon some Dragons. Okay, welcome, welcome. It is another Diceratops D&D session. This is Morgan Davy, the Dungeon Master, and I am here with... Stephen Young. And, and? <laughs> and Jared Baker. And I did step on your on your name, even though we just actually spent like two minutes working out exactly how to do the intro, so that wouldn't happen. But we'll, we'll push forward nonetheless. Um, so when we left off at the end of the last episode... Fran had uh, just embarked on a journey to the south towards the southern moor um, and not heading across the mountains to the uh, forest where his ranger training had um, kind of been pointing him. And with him, of course, is his very trusty best friend. Best friend? Perhaps best Best friend. Best friend. Certainly close friend, Randy. Um, So let us join Randy and Fran on the road to the south. Now, um, I think we'll ask, well, let's ask you, Randy, what's, what's the um, environment that you're walking through? What's the landscape? Uh, it's very brackeny. Lots of, um, you know, brush and scrub. And, um, there's, you know, it's, Randy doesn't wear sort of well, but there's plate armor and so on, but it's, it's not a nice, it's not a forest trekking type of uh gear and yet here we are it's kind of it's funny but odd and hard with all the bugs flying around and um and vines and the like but he doesn't really complain it just makes his songs a bit gruffer <laughs> so fran you've been uh, enjoying the company of randy for uh, some some time now on your trip and those songs i think are um probably probably a, a comfort are they a comfort is there is there any song in particular that you would prefer randy to not sing again all of them uh I'm, it's very generous I'm, i mean i'm i'm used to i'm used to my solitude for the most part uh and you know particularly given that there's the, there's there's not one of the songs that randy has sung only once Possibly because his repertoire is relatively small. <laughs> That's it. I mean, they're mainly Dwarven Hill songs, and um, the Dwarven Hill songs, are, there are only about six known Dwarven Hill songs, <laughs> and Randy knows at least half of them. No <laughs> they are. They do have the benefit of being quite long, though. Burying yeah. <laughs> numbers of bottles on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, d- d- at least you're helpfully drinks. translating them into common, though. So. <laughs> That's true. So this uh, this journey that you have been on for a while, has there been uh, much in the way of conversation between the two of you, in between the songs, of course? Because uh, it feels to me like Fran made quite a quite a notable decision, and um, I'm just wondering how much, if at all, you have discussed that between the two of you. Well, Randy keeps asking me to tell him more about um, the woman who sent us on this journey. And really, I've I've exhausted all the possible details, you know, like mysterious appeared next to the compost heap. Um, what color would you say she was like? I know a lot of colors. Um, she, like which, she was literally copper. Like, <laughs> are you sure she wasn't a coin, friend? Because uh, you know, 
Randy reaches into his pocket and pulls out a copper coin with a lady on it. Is it was Look, this her? Is this um, who you saw? I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know if you, Randy, have mistaken women for coins or vice versa in the past, but I have yet to do that. But not not for a while. But I mean, let's not rule it out. Okay. Well, we'll we'll just we'll just agree that we we'll, we'll keep an open mind about this. Okay. So so maybe an eagle like woman who is definitely made of copper and probably not a coin. Sent probably, you on probably a not a coin, quest. and also, also who, uh, who knew in advance where, um, where the order were going to send me. That's that's probably. Oh, that is mysterious. Coins don't tend yep. to have that kind of foresight, except for magic coins. Was it a magic coin? Did she seem Perhaps. like a magic woman, like with her coin? There, were, def- there was definitely that aspect. You know, the disappearing, mm. the the the, mm. the foresight. Um, so she knew where you were Being going. Vaguely metallic. Knew where to find you. Mm-hmm. Knew your father. Yep. Probably a coin. Definitely an eagle. Yeah, uh, just a, an eagle coin of some kind. Mm. So, Fran, you are. Um, this is this is your first time away from the Aery of the Rangers of the Raven since your investiture, your completion. Mm-hmm. Are you decked out in your um, ranger cloak and wearing your ranger brooch for the first time? Yes, yeah, yeah. Doing that, I've, I've sort of gotten used to wearing the cloak over over, over that that period of um, that period of time. Uh, and otherwise, like if you don't wear the cloak, to be honest, the bow chafes a little, and I'm still getting used to that. <laughs> uh, Randy's wearing his. Uh the raven badge that is Ford's raven raven badge, but he's wearing it on on the other side of his chest so that it's like it's honoring but it's not represent it's not pretending to be a ranger. But also it's upside down because he didn't realise he when he was looking down and putting it on. Um yep. it was right up, right way up for him. Yeah. So, I mentioned it and he keeps saying, Oh it looks fine <laughs> Every time Randy looks down and then doesn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. So as you are, you're making your way um, south through this um, region of uh, low hills and uh, bracken and um, like little just grasslands. You um, you see up ahead that there is a stream. And um, the stream is, it's quite, it's quite a big stream. It's not quite at the scale that you'd call it a river, but it, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be an easy way to cross. Um, you see up ahead, as the stream bends the road um, way, it was more of a pathway that you were following, um, crosses the stream with a lovely stone bridge. Um, it's beautifully made. It's very old. You can see from here that it's gray stone is um, covered with, mosses of various colors but taking your attention more notably from that uh the shapes moving on and around it there are humanoid figures quite large strongly built fellows um who appear to be uh occupying themselves or hanging around around this this um bridge it's still far enough away that um you can't make out who they are in much detail yet but um yeah, there hasn't been too much traffic on this road, so seeing these people is notable. Okay. What do you reckon, Randy? Do we? Yeah, they might have some um, some some meat or some ale or 
maybe they are fellow travelers like us, or maybe they know your copper coin woman. Um, I should go and talk to them. Are people not, don't know this part of the world very well? Are they generally friendly down here, Randy? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's one way to find out. I guess we will. Okay. Well, two ways. I could go and say hello and find out if they're friendly that way, or we could fire an arrow at them with one of your like new arrow skills and um and then if they if they come and return it back to us and say i think you lost your arrow then we know they are friendly um let's well, why don't we go with the first one i'm still not that, that i'm okay. okay with a bow okay I use a bow now excellent but, all right i wouldn't want to accidentally hit one you know <laughs> so randy you march forward towards the towards the bridge front are you matching his pace or hanging back what's what's your i'm um, i'm sort of following him i'm letting him take the lead yeah randy's going in full stealth mode um uh in full plate mail yeah. and bracken um he thinks he's being really stealthy but it's it's very much so are you are you kind of moving off the path even and creeping through the bracken oh, no no he just he's just <laughs> sort of crouching he shrinks down a couple of inches yeah. Um, and slightly to the edge of the path, but he's still <laughs> on the path um, and and walks up. And then when he's within shouting distance, he, he, he very quietly um, uh, signals to the, to the, to the humanoids. Um, hello, hello friends. Um, I am Randy. I'm also a friend. Um, and this is my friend, uh, Fran, and he is he is a friend of ours, mine, and now yours. And hello, are you friendly? We're friendly. Do you have mead? The figures all, um, well, not all of them, three of the four of them stop what they're doing. They're all on this side of the bridge and they turn towards you and look. And as they do, they stand up and straighten and their shoulders come out very broad. And you see just how big they are. They're incredibly big. In fact, these are ogres. Four ogres, all of them wearing kind of checked work shirts that are straining to maintain their enormous muscle mass. They've got jaws heavy with tusks and bright yellow eyes, three pairs of eyes. They all fix on you. Oh, um, great. They, one of them shoves the other one on the side and he falls a little bit and then bumps that one and pushes him back. Over their shoulders behind them, you can see that there is another... Um, another ogre. This one's got um, kind of a little bit of a, a mohawk cut slightly on his head. He is over the bridge. He's leaning on the side of it and it looks to you like he's got a fishing line going down into the water and he's looking intently into the water. The three um, ogres between you and the bridge, they um, kind of watch and one of them bends down a little bit to get his head closer to your level and looks at you cautiously. What, do you, what else do you do? They haven't ah. replied to you as yet. I just ah, you guys, right? Yeah, yes, you are. You are orcs. Great. I've got a friend who's also an ogre or an orc. What are you? Meads the same. Uh, Fran. Oh, this more is of your people are here. Come and come and meet my, come and meet my new friends. Um, hail, Fran. Fellows. Um, just wondering if you'd have any objections to us just crossing over your bridge, going about our business. Or we could have a party together because we have been walking a long time in this break in and we're going on a secret mission, which may end up in, in great reward or death of ours. And either way, I'll be with my friend. 
One of the um, two, We're ravens. Th- that central ogre who is bent down, one of the two on either side of him, the smaller one kind of slides back a few paces and starts kind of making his way back to the bridge with the other ones still intently watching on the water. And the other one who's standing beside him moves behind him and gives him a hearty boot in the backside that makes him sprawl right toward you. He lands in the, in the roadway as chin kind of kicks up gravel in your face and um, the one that knocked him over just breaks out in this huge burst of laughter. This one is lying down in front of you. He looks very, very miffed indeed. He looks right up at you. Randy, front of you, um, alongside Randy, at this point you've caught up? Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, Randy looks at front. Um, I, I don't think they can see us, front. The, the think, ogre in front of you says, <laughs> he's talking in ogreish. Do either of you speak the ogreish dialect at all? Fran, what's he uh, saying? Uh, unfortunately, I uh, have no idea. <laughs> he starts standing up and brushing himself off. As he comes up, he's he's very close to you now. He's within easy, easy combat range, which is a range that probably you would expect to be of relevance when you're this close to an ogre. He looms up over you and shakes his arms. You see past him, Fran, um, that the one who had crept up to the the bridge, the fishing ogre is still looking into the water. The other one hasn't gone, hasn't spoken to him or drawn his attention. And in fact, is apparently creeping up behind him as if he's going to grab him from behind or do something. His hands are up as he's creeping in. Um, So... Yeah, these these ogres are in front of you. Fran, Randy, what do you do? Randy, ever the, the diplomat, um, appreciates that they can understand him. So he um, takes the next best approach and mimics their um, body movements and sounds in a way to gain their trust. Excellent. Um, so, and he starts sort of doing this like weird mimicking, like, professional wrestler type poses um um and what can and, and what he can only assume is like an an, an, an ogreish bachelor party of sorts um I, so I, I think i think we're heading towards a, a persuasion role i think that's that's our destination at this point Fran, do you right. have before that role is made front is there any yeah. modification or addition you have to say I just i've been looking sideways at, at at randy i hold up both hands sort of in a placatory fashion and just add point towards his friend, which is a, who, who's, who looks like he's about to, to do something to the, to the fishing ogre. And um, on the off chance that one of them speaks, um, speaks Orkish, mm-hmm. I try Orkish this time and, 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 and say, look out. Do you call that out loud enough for the, um, the fisher one to hear? Yep. Cool. Okay, so um, you do that. Randy, let's let's have your persuasion roll. Let's see how so, you and so this what, one right the, in front of you go. What's the persuasion model? It's charisma, yeah. Charisma, yeah. Ah, uh, so seventeen. A seventeen, very well done indeed. Um, so you you start to uh, make these noises, and the ogre kind of watches very very closely, and then a huge grin spreads on his face, and he starts going back to you, and you're not sure if he's mimicking you, mimicking him, or if he's actually talking his own language to you. But suddenly, this is interrupted by this um, orcish shout from alongside you as Fran uh, calls out. And you see Fran, the fishing ogre at the top, kind of looks up 
looks right at you, makes eye contact with you, and then looks over his shoulder, sees the little one is creeping up behind him, reaches out. This this one who was bent over fishing, he's like a whole level bigger than this small ogre, grabs him by the scruff, hurls him over the side of the bridge and drops him into the stream. There's a big splash and the two ogres who are right next to you turn and look at this and just both of them burst out laughing and um, one of them pushes the other one aside. The fishing one kind of reels up his line, shakes his head and um, he comes and starts walking down to you and he calls out um, first in orcish, thanks for the warning. And then he switches to common when he recognizes that you're there as a dwarf there and assuming that both of you will understand. You travelers on the road, we haven't seen any others, not for a few days. Hello, friends. Yes, we are travelers on a secret mission. We're part of, we we're sent by the Ravens, a secret order that we're not allowed to talk about on a mission somewhere else. But now we're taking a different mission because my friend Fran met a golden coin woman who's also an eagle who told him to go and, um, uh, Whereas was dead father was there's a secret we don't really understand but well it's good to meet you dwarf oh yes I'm Randy <laughs> he um this ogre turns his full attention towards you Fran and you see you see kind of the the assessment pass over his face of Randy yep. and the dismissal <laughs> <laughs> thereof yep. so you're heading south are you we're headed for the southern moor um oh yeah that's right the southern moor. <laughs> Southern more, southern more. Yeah. Yep. So, sent there by, by a strange woman that I, I I met next to a compost heap, um, and who subsequently disappeared. You know how it goes. He um he looks at you. I'm giving him a little insight roll here. He he really doesn't know what to make of either of you based on his interaction, <laughs> but he nods and um says, "Well, we just stopped at the stream for a spot of lunch, but haven't been able to catch a single eel so far. Don't know if either of you are any good at eel catching. My brothers are getting a bit bored <laughs> of waiting around. I promised them an eal well um you know with uh, i've i've just I've just spent some time um training with an order of uh, with an order of rangers and I, and i've I've learned a bit about uh, survival in the wilderness and how to how to fend for yourself so i you know i could I could give it a go. What what are you using as bait? Uh, <laughs> he, so, um, the little guy. At this moment, he <laughs> um, looks over his shoulders. Anything bit in your toes yet? And the one in the in the water just laughs with this high pitched laugh. <laughs> Splashes around in there. Starts Randy, climbing up. Randy reaches into his um into his bag and pulls out this goblet um which uh he reaches into the goblet and pulls out a kitten and um suggests just maybe why don't you try this the um big ogre takes the kitten would you like to eat would you rather eat the kitten he pops it on his shoulder says i think we'll be all right come on pal and um he hands you his line and um says just been using a little bit of jerky as the is the bait, but I didn't want to use too much of it. Might be the wrong kind of thing. I don't know. I, um, I think it depends on the sort of eel, really, uh, from what I understand. Um, but uh, yeah, we, I mean, let, let's we, we can we can we can give it a go. Um, 
let's let's try and fish for eels. All right, then. Let's do an eel fishing roll. This is going to be a wisdom-based survival roll. Okay. Thanks to your ranger training, you're now proficient with survival. So you mm-hmm. get to add your, your full bonus, which I believe is plus, plus six. six. Okay. Um, Randy, you watch, you watch the kitten. It's now perching on the ogre's mohawk, kind of making a little n- nest in there for itself. It looks very cute. That is pretty cute. So with the plus six, that's a 17. 17. That's pretty good. Yeah, there's this big old eel squiggling itself out. Immediately, that little ogre was still kind of sitting cross-legged by the bank, leaps forward and lunges and grabs it with both hands and brings it up and kind of waves it around. Oh, nice work, says the um, the, the leader of these, these ogres, who is apparently the only one that can speak your languages. Right. Oh, very good indeed. Very good indeed. Oh, I hope you'll join us for it. Oh, Absolutely. Yes, yes please. <laughs> the little one throws it to the to the big ogre who catches it deftly and does this big grin with his tusks and he just bites the head of the eel off. Get the best bit. Oh. Takes another bite and then he holds out the still wiggling remaining portion of eel to the to um front. I take a bite and pass it on. Yeah, yeah. As a half orc you've you've eaten worse than that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, who do you, who do you pass it to? I pass it to Randy. Randy, Randy, Randy um, pulls out a kit and says, "No thanks, I'm I'm good." <laughs> and then and then like waits for laughter. It doesn't come, so <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Oh, I, I bites the eel." Um, <laughs> takes a mm. takes a small bite at first, and then like a much bigger bite. <laughs> <laughs> tastes tastes. Very eel-like. Eely good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thankfully, it's a it's a big eel. They they come big around this this part. So mm-hmm. um, there is enough eel for the other ogres to each get a a good, healthy um, gnaw on it. And um, that little one who is the one that seized it in the first place, he gets the long tail bit, which he makes a um, huge production of slowly sucking down. Um, the two uh, larger ones alongside him are watching greedily, hoping that he'll kind of give up halfway through and he's enjoying the attention. Um, the main one says, oh, that was, that was mighty kind of you, mighty kind of you. So um, I should uh, introduce us. We're the, uh, well, we just call ourselves the Ogre Brothers when we're mixing with the non-Ogres. And, um, you know, we do odd jobs, odd jobs about the place. We're heading south as well. If you want to uh, travel along with us, we'd be most obliged. Yeah, I don't think we have any other plans, do we, Fran? Sure, sounds 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 good. While while our while our paths are are uh, similar, then um, let's go forth. I think we've still got a long journey ahead of us, and um, maybe you guys know some different songs. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, how do you guys know each other? <laughs> He um he gives you a very long look and then he turns his attention to front and he raises one <laughs> eyebrow. And when he raises the eyebrow, the kitten on his head reaches down and pours at his eyebrow and then he looks back at you and he says, We happen to be brothers. Same oh. mother, same father. All right. You yeah. didn't spot the family resemblance. <laughs> <laughs> you set off on the next leg of your journey. The ogres, um, the four brothers, um, one of them is He's quite talkative, um, quite interested to get a sense of um, who you are and hear more of the the very unusual story that you gave him before. How forthcoming are you going to be as he starts um, asking questions over over the next wee while? 
I, I, I talked to him a lot about how to make um, uh, kitten jerky. Hmm. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think we've been? E- what do you think we've been eating this whole time, friend? <laughs> I just stare at him. I have like, been wondering <laughs> what you have been snacking on. Um, to be to be perfectly honest, but as... like, like, not even not even Randy knows if he's joking. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure there is a limitation on the on the kitten magic that says you cannot mistreat the kittens or the magic goes away. I'm I'm fairly sure that that was. That was written in there to avoid exactly this kind of situation. <laughs> I think I think sort of given a long long spell of you know no food hunger, yeah. it may it may come to it, but I don't think Randy's actually ever eaten any of his kittens. Yeah. His dog's a good game, but he's a real softy. <laughs> Sorry, Fran, you were you were interrupted. Yeah, look, um, Fran, I'm I'm not gonna give up anything about the about the rangers order because obviously all of that is 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 quite secretive and, and, and everything like that but reasonably open about uh, about the rest of it that it's that it, that this is this is a this is a quest um uh, that relates to my estranged and how presumably dead father at least as at least as far as as far as i know and as far as i as far as i can trust the word of of a strange woman who appears next to a compost heap? Um, you did release him into like a, 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 a like a hell void or something, right? Like another dimension. Yeah, yeah, ghost yeah. void. Yeah, yeah. we've, we've lost over that. We've just said, said you know, daddy issues, and uh, <laughs> um, so yeah. I mean, you, you, I, I mean, I, I guess it's fair to say that uh, if, uh, if 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 someone if someone knew that uh, they were. Um, uh, some uh, un- unresolved issues that would be quite a good way to to um to to get me to go wherever they wanted me to head. But um, <laughs> that's, uh, we're 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 taking this at face value for now. Uh, well, sounds like you're on uh, quite an adventure, quite a big mm-hmm. adventure. Well, um, as he's as he's uh, talking, and um, he talks for quite a good long time. Um, He's he's good at um, just kind of making small talk. He's he's a good small talk ogre. It's not a common variety of the of the ogreish kind. Um, it does occur to you, Fran, um, that he's pretty good at dodging questions about what where they are going, anything beyond their odd job folk, and they're going to do something mm. down south is very deftly and swiftly changed into um, some other observation about the weather or look at this cat it's um, messing up my hairdo whatever else it might be and so after um, the first hour or so of this it's uh, it starts to occur to you that it's being a pattern and after another hour you're pretty confident that there's some dodging going on Randy right. you've been working through your repertoire the um, of the other three ogres, two of them are now singing along with you in a pretty good approximation of the words. I'm sort of walking between them with, with arms around each of their shoulders. <laughs> um, awesome. Not even correcting their inappropriate their mispronunciation of, of complicated dwarven dialect. Yeah. So thus thus far we've we've been we've been following pretty um pretty ordinary paths, I take it. And, mm. and um so I, I decided to throw a, a bit of a, a bit of a, a spanner, a spanner in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and say, well, uh, I think this is um, this this might be where we um, where, where, where we where we part ways, and I point off into the like off the path, sort of into the brush. Right. Go. Our um, our destination lies yonder. Come on, Randy. Nice meeting you all. Uh, I hope to see you uh, see see you see you all again sometime in the future. Oh, great! Do you guys want to come with us? You know, we're having an adventure. Oh. You could you could come on our adventure with us. I mean, oh, we're going no, this Randy. way. It's very dangerous. We couldn't ask anyone to come with us. Oh no! I mean, that's right. But I can protect them. I'm a I'm a fighter. Um the the big man um he's oh it's getting pretty late in the day maybe uh maybe we should share a night before you break off can i have a deception roll from you front which is charisma <laughs> oh that would be a two okay yeah surely uh we've come this far together we should camp together for you know safety and company and all those all those good things before you go venturing off wherever you're venturing off to oh that's like a sure. like a like a sleepover yeah, oh, exactly. that sounds fun. Come on, friend. We can have a sleepover and I can I can sing songs and we can toast marshmallows. Maybe we should hold off on the campfire songs, but if you've got any marshmallows, that'd be good. Sure. Uh, that's what we're going to do. Look, yeah. let's, let's not even argue about it. I'll get the lads to set up a campsite just, just over here. Oi! And he starts yelling in, in ogreish and um, they nod and start going off to try and find um, fire starting materials. Um, there's not not too much in the way of good good um, wood for burning, but there's there's some shrubs here and there that they can harvest. So they set off, and big one nods at you, big smile. Yeah, it's been a uh, pleasant time walking with you. Very pleasant time. It's not rushed to end today. All right, okay. oh, sounds, good idea. Sounds sounds great. Um, we we probably better help with that, Randy. Would you, you want to see? You want to come with me and see if we can help um, some firewood. Help, help find some firewood. Sure. Okay. Come on. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to come? Talk to the, the one of the ogres. Do you want to come and look for firewood with us, new friends? But I, but of course they don't speak common, so sort of this weird sort of moment between the two of them. <laughs> Okay, Brian, I'm coming. <laughs> uh, Randy, I I have a I have a feeling that we probably shouldn't go to sleep around these guys. Just to why not? Well, do I share a tent? Have you noticed that they uh, they're not really telling us what what they're up to they dodge any questions about where they're going and they were pretty keen to keep us around for another night i think they want they're waiting for us to fall asleep why i don't know randy because they want they're, they're, they're really just into uh you know watching people while they sleep what do you what do you, what do you think i i like i think we're not that sounds weird i mean i i Sometimes I watch you guys while you sleep, but that's usually to make sure you're safe and having nice dreams. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what they're doing. I don't. Well, but do you? Do you, do you here's do you here's what a, it is. We'll we'll set up our tent. Okay? You don't have a good and feeling about one them, of us, so, right? I, yeah, one of us. Just as long as one of us keeps watch. Okay. We'll okay. Just, we'll, well, we'll, 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 we'll take it in shifts through the night. We're used to doing that. Why don't we? Why don't we tell them that we just have to go away? Like, 
Why didn't you do that? I literally just tried that. (laughs) Did you? Yeah. Uh oh. Mm. Do you want me to have a turn? No. Okay. I think. um, Yeah. I. I I think maybe we just if we if we just take it in turns to keep watch. Okay. That's when we better come back with some firewood. So we'll search for some firewood now. Um, so, so Randy comes, he finds like stacks and stacks of logs. He's got his axe and he's just chopped down, you know, broken, broken wood and, and low hanging branches. And he's got, got a whole pile. Yeah. Of, the wood, like, none of the wood is kind of high quality, long burning stuff, but you, you get a lots, yeah. lots of little pieces and there should be enough in there to do something in the way of a, of a good fire. As you're, as you're doing your work, Randy, um, with the warning that Fran has given about watching for the ulterior motors from these ogres, you do notice on a regular basis that there's kind of the hair on the back of your neck goes up and you look and you can see that that lead ogre, the eldest of them, watching from not too far away, just keeping an eye on the position of you and... Uh, front as you move about you're a fair distance away from the campfire but this is a big guy and you can just see him keeping an eye on you um mm. cool so you gather up some firewood head on back yeah. head cool. on back and i put all the logs together and i go my man front he can um he can light a fire like that snaps his fingers and then I, and i do with uh and with then, sacred sacred flame i use that to to all right um, you do that the, the three younger brothers reel back in, in terror and um, the elder of them raises his eyes and looks at you and says, oh, that was sacred magic, wasn't it? Some kind of uh, clerical or... Uh... Well, yeah, Fran, Fran's a real strong like cleric. Yeah, he's, um, he's re- like, you should see his like his spells about like... He, I once saw him turn down, turn a whole lot of like zombies away running, and they were all crying a lot. And like he killed a Medusa one time, um, and we all killed it. We killed a Medusa. It was a good time. Um, it looks like we're in for some good fireside stories here. I didn't realize you were a follower of one of the gods, though. You dressed up like one of them rangers. Well, let's say that. Um, how do how do we how do we uh, how well, do we, my how friend we my this? friend my friend friend here he's so religious he's raven he's so religious he's raven mm. my, yeah, well, how do we put it this way before I was is, a ranger I trained for the priesthood all right and uh, and, and maybe maybe uh, that that kind of um, uh, structured organized religion didn't agree with me. Randy tries one more time. He's, he's so religious. He's, he's raven. <laughs> um, the, the three who don't speak your language are all nodding with big smiles on their faces, Randy. <laughs> um, the other one is, is more concerned with you, Fran. says, well, I hope your uh, holy orders aren't the sort that prevent you from enjoying a wee tipple. And he pulls out a flask and he pops off the top and he holds it to his nose, takes a book big whiff and you can your your orcish nose can very quickly pick up the um intense it's it's orcish whiskey it's strong strong stuff he holds it out to you after you if you want it randy's already okay. into it but he takes less than he normally would ah, excellent. yeah okay so randy you you, <laughs> you step in take a swig oh it's it's good good um, throat burning stuff 
and um, hand it back to um, the ogre who takes a big swig himself and then offers it again to your front. Okay. I basically pretend to take a big swig. No. Stop, um, stop it up with my with my tongue or how, however you do it, but um, look like it, make a, make a, make a face like a, like it, like it burnt <laughs> and hand it back and say, thank you. Yeah. It says, should uh, properly introduce us. You see, uh, my name's Royal. There is Loomis, there's Bonce, and the little guy's Fargus. Fargus, that his name kind of pops up, goes, waves at you. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. All right. Sorry. I'm I'm, I'm Randy, uh, and this is Thrun. We're friends. We're on a secret adventure. Um, we're sent here by a copper coin lady, um, and we're also affiliated with some secret Raven Order. Um, and I'm a fighter, and my friends are cleric. I feel like we've done this already, but <laughs> Look, I don't know. I don't want to make the wrong impression with you guys, but um, kind of get the impression that your secret mission well how can i say this without running into trouble i wouldn't like it if we ended up uh at odds with each other without kind of being clear and open about it right at the start so this mission that you're on is there anything to do with chasing down a kind of feathery quarry is it an eagle well it might be and it might not answer the question does it got feathers, what you're after? Not as far as we know. It's all a bit vague, to be honest. He looks very closely at you. Maybe I should say one other thing about our secret mission is that the reason it's secret is we don't actually know what our mission is. Uh, we were told to go to a place. Yeah. By you're being honest about that compost lady. Absolutely honest. Huh. No feathers then. No feathers. All if we right. see any feathers, we'll definitely take them for you. Definitely tell you about them. Oh. Yeah. And look, we've got to say, like a lot of weird stuff happens to us. And this is this is only kind of mid-level weird, to be honest. <laughs> Did I tell you about the time that I caught a, we killed a griffin just because it was seemingly there? What, or, or, or the, or the time I killed a um, an animated banana with a fireball. Like, it's, you know, <laughs> this is... With some crazy stuff. All right. Well, I'm well keen to hear some of those stories. He kind of visibly relaxes a bit. He says, I was just thinking that, you know, your rivals chasing it down might have had to handicap your progress some way or other, but I believe you that you're not. What? So it's all good. Well, maybe you could tell us what you're, what you're after then, because that sounds like a fun thing. Well, the old job that we're on at the moment... There's a um, rather special big critter with feathers and a beak at the top half. Is it a chicken? No, it's like a great big bear in the bottom half. Oh, like a chicken uh, bear. It's been uh, stolen from a private zoo, a very rare creature, an owl bear. We're out to get it back, get the full reward, aren't we? An owl bear? That's right. That sounds made up. Did you want to catch one alive? Yeah, that's exactly wow. what we want to do. That's uh, wait, wait, front. Our bills, our albeer. What is it? Albeer? Are they real? Yeah, as as far as I know, I wow. I, uh, Sounds like just someone got I ha- two. I haven't names actually. I haven't seen together. a live one. I haven't seen, seen a, a live one? one, but a, well, 
It's what? it's one of those things you see you see th- you know people with trophies from 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 hunting and when with something like an albie you go well is this just creative taxidermy is it well that's like, what I, well that's one way of, I mean I was thinking like what other creatures are real you're like, interrupted you're interrupted by Fargus who like mouse cat. stood and started um, sniffing at the air and making kind of low little yelps. <laughs> And as soon as he does this, Royal straightens and says, quiet. Someone's coming. It's pretty dark. You suddenly realize just how dark it is as you look around. You've got, you've got some dark vision, I think, between the two of you. So you, mm-hmm. you peer yep. out into the darkness and you can see a little shape, very small, like um, halfling size, perhaps, coming closer into the range of the firelight so you can clearly see. It's a, it's a, is it a deer cow? Or is it one of? Is it no, maybe like a um, a wolf mouse? Or it's a human girl? She a looks human. Oh, maybe disappointing. Nine or ten years old, and she looks at the firelight, and her eyes search around the these intimidating figures, and she looks at you. I think Randy is the most, um, the, the shortest and most. Um, familiar of skin color the least tusked that's the word i'm looking for the least tusked member of the group and she says do you have any food do you have any food that i could have at your fire and as she is saying this you suddenly hear the sound of something very big bounding through the bracken towards her from behind something huge something with the silhouette of a bear in the bottom half and an owl at the top half, and it calls out, and comes into the light of the fire, and you see this tremendous owl bear. As soon as the owl bear arrives, all of the ogres are on their feet, and Royal says, get him! And the girl looks in absolute terror at him and says, no, no, you can't! What do you do? Well, uh, what's what? Hi, little girl. My name's Randy. Um, I'm a I'm a dwarf, um, and this is my friend Fran, and we're on an adventure, um, a secret mission, really, I guess. But um, I I'm, I have some food in my in my bag. Would you like some? All food? right. So as Randy embarks on this on this lengthy discussion, um, I think that's probably where we're going to have to end it on a on a cliffhanger. Fran, um, give us the last cliffhanger moment of of Fran as Randy begins to speak. What does Fran do? Maybe we could all talk about this for a second. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, and there we will leave it until next week. And um, that's going to be us. I'm Morgan David, the Dungeon Master, and we have, um, in the same order we introduced ourselves before, Stephen Youngblood Yay. and Jared Baker. Hooray! Good stuff. All right, see you next week. This has been Diceratops Presents Born to Frun Part 2. We'd love your feedback. Let us know if this new style is working for you. Follow us on all the social medias at DiceratopsNZ and sign up for our email newsletter at Diceratops.nz. I am Morgan Davey. We are Diceratops. We love games and our shows and podcasts are for everyone.